and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brick Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. And it's Valentine's Day. And it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and on this Valentine's Day, we do, we're do we doing the one thing that uh, we uh, love to do every Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And that is recap the challenge War of the Worlds, episode two. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. I mean, this was kind of about love, this episode a little bit, right? Yeah, it sort of in fits in. a twisted, fucked up way. Uh, yeah, there was some twisted, manipulative <laughs> love situations going on in this episode, huh? I feel like I need to go see my therapist after um, watching this app. Yeah, you should definitely, definitely do that. <laughs> uh, so, to all you lovebirds and blowhards out there, uh, we dedicate this to you. Mm-hmm. you and you know what oh. you dedicate to us? A five-star review on the Apple Pod, yes, baby. please do. Um, do us a favor and uh, scroll down to the Apple Podcasts app and give us five stars. Say a little something nice. It's something free you can do for us because we do something free for you, which uh-huh. is what you're listening to right now. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's do it. This episode opens um, in the house with Josh being thrilled that he's there. I mean, we saw him last episode, the first episode of the season, um, being told he was going home because he did not complete the puzzle in time. He was the last to complete the puzzle. And then out of a stroke of just pure luck, um, Josh was able to re-enter this game because of Alan, Alan. Alan, that's his name, um, was sent home because he broke his arm. Is it Alan? It's Alan. It's not Alan. Why isn't it Alan? Because I, when they were saying it on this episode, they were talking about him going home. I thought to myself, huh, it's not pronounced like Alan. Well, A-L-L-E-N. A- regardless, he's a famed uh, telenovela star. So um, you I know, feel like we really missed out not yeah, having him on. He did cry, though, much like a telenovela. But I am happy that Josh is there. If crying is the measure for telenovela, then Hunter must be a star. Oh, yeah. Hunter, because... Gus from Florabama. There's a lot of stars out. Well, there's a lot of uh, uh, telenovela stars in the making. In the MTV universe. So this is just sort of in the house, um, people milling about. Josh, Josh introduces himself to Kara. Kara is the first interview of the episode. She says, um, oh, you're partnered with uh, the worst person ever, the human garbage dump trash troll, Amanda. Kara just really, there's a lot of interviews in this episode of people just looking directly at the camera and saying, Amanda's the worst person ever. I hate her so much. Nick, how do you feel about that um i i we must not see what they're really upset about i don't really follow anybody on instagram or social media so it's like i don't know what she's saying to these people um off season to make them really hate her with this you know this fury because it really does it's now i mean it's gone past people hating her to like the show is now um, framing her as like the devil. Like, this show's called Hellraiser. This, this show is called Hellraiser. It's about her. There's a whole scene that we'll talk about in a minute that, you know, they use special effects on. They did it last season by making her, you know, making her seem like a demon. Everybody's calling her Hellspawn. It, it's, it's interesting because I can't tell whether or not the cast is playing into what the challenge sort of frames her as. And they think it's funny because they know the more that they do that stuff, the more that the the um, editors and the people who put this show together will feed into that. Or if they really feel this way about this person based on what, you know, her playing the game the way she plays. I, I don't. 
I feel like I'm missing something because yeah. as a viewer, I find her to be a a, a a good competitor. She's not the best female competitor, but she's definitely up there. She's a, a strong female competitor. I find her to be funny. I find her to be consistent in her alliances and loyalties. She has friendships that seem to be real and last for multiple seasons. And I find her to just be like an engaging reality TV star. You know, it, it seems like... Either she, I, I'm confused. Is, is it what I'm because to is say. it because <laughs> of what she has previously done to the relationship of Kyle and or not Kyle, um, of Jenna and um, what's his name, Zach? Zach? Maybe, like, but I and, feel and, like... and everybody has sort of been like, oh, she thinks that she can go ahead and uh, talk all this trash about these two people. We are going to now take it upon ourselves to fight the good fight for this couple or something like that. Because really, the only people that seem to have a real vendetta against her would be Jenna and Zach. I, I'm not too sure where Johnny this... hates her. Yeah, but I don't know where that comes from. And I know that Cara and her got into a fight because they were in different alliances sort of last season and then there's the whole dead horse thing well she's never like car remember when um, camilla was flipping amanda off camilla and car like tortured amanda and ashley one season didn't they like put stuff in her bed and laugh at her and things like that and then that started that beef who knows whatever back to this episode as i said we're in the house people are milling about we see georgia and hunter bonding this is a strong alliance where this is a strong team we're gonna see throughout this episode and throughout this season i'm very interested in their evolution georgia seems to have something for hunter there the way that she speaks about him and to him it's as if she owes him something she there seems to be something more than just a friendly sort of partnering here i'm feeling romance i feel like she is in love with him yeah i get that feeling too or she's in like with him you know i think she's just sort of sees uh, him with like little stars around his head and she seems to feel like her um, role in this challenge is to avenge Hunter, like as if she has any stake in it or knew him previous to this or any of that. Um, it, It could, you know, I know they did this before they paired up, but it could possibly be that she feels like she, you know, Hunter is a strong challenger and the fact that they are partners together um, you know, she feels like she owes it to him in a way because she's maybe not she's proven, just latching but... onto a storyline because there's so many you yeah. can't have on this season your storyline can't be I'm the rookie because there's so many rookies. Yeah, so you've got to have some sort of a storyline. Maybe that's she's just like grasping at straws. My storyline is I'm British. <laughs> you and fifty other people what? on the show. <laughs> Um, I think the most important part of this first scene is that we learn through Hunter that he is going to work with Wes, that they have an alliance that was formed before this season and that they have decided that Wes is going to do the politicking and Hunter is going to be the muscle. They have formed a bond and I am here for it. It was wild when I found out that uh, when we all found this out at, at the same time. That when Hunter started to, to talk about how um, it makes you know. perfect sense, and then Devin- Wes and, and Wes, you know, the way that he speaks about it too is like he was like I I I went I had a conversation with him, uh, you know, he was putting this together for of who knows how long, and uh, it's interesting. Do you feel like this is a strong alliance? Well, the problem is. 
that there's only two of them, which is the problem. If this was like a young buck season where we had Corey and Nelson and Devin in the house and we had more lavender ladies in the house, then I would say that this is a strong alliance. Well, here's the thing. We're only hearing about the one phone call that Wes made. You know what I mean? This is does not mean that it stopped there. He probably made some more phone calls. You're right. And later, I I don't want to reveal it yet for those of you who haven't actually watched this episode and are waiting for uh, us to tell you what happens in chronological order, which we will. But later, there was another thing that Wes says that shows me that there was more talking happening. Mm, I missed that. I'm looking forward to you. We'll get to it towards the end of this one. I'm looking forward to you telling me about that. But I, I do, I am not surprised by this Hunter. Wes Alliance because I feel like in the past um, you know you and I have talked about Devin being sort of a um, A Wes like character a young Wes yeah and I know that Devin and Hunter have been in you know uh, alliances before so it I didn't expect it, but I'm also not totally surprised by it. I am thrilled. Also, by it. we know that uh, Wes loves Devin. Wes, um, we do know that you know, Wes he, loves he respects Devin. the moves. And honestly, Wes is picking up anybody is going to try to pick up any strong challenger that is against Johnny Bananas. Yeah, you know, uh, that's his storyline. So bizarre and and comforting and biz- and <laughs> strange that they are still feuding all these years later. Mm. Um, another little part from this opening scene these opening montages is turbo and nani outside talking um and nani saying she's here for the money it's her seventh season and turbo sort of just like listing all the things he can do i can swim i can run um i I, how do you feel about these two we didn't get much of them this episode but they did include this snippet and they've included turbo sort of saying he's there for nani in the first episode what do you think they're trying to build here with i these think two? i think they're building i think they're building a strong team mm. i think this team is going to go far i think turbo is I, I from not even really even seeing him compete really I think Turbo is going to be at the higher end of the um, athletic challengers here. Mm. And I think that he's going to be pretty hard to take down on a, in a one-on-one thing. The guy won Survivor twice. Yeah. That's like really hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And yeah. he looks like a machine. And yeah. the way that he speaks, you know, he's Portuguese. Um, Turkish? Something. Um, just his whole vibe is very militant. We should write down where everyone's from and yeah, just have it we'll to figure reference. It out. We'll figure it out. I don't think it's that important, but uh, he, he just seems like a he seems like an I will break you type guy. You he know seems what I like mean? he has a lot of self control, but he also seems funny, which makes me think he's super smart. I don't know that he seems funny. He's, he's funny to me. He kind of seems pretty dry to me. Oh, I find him funny. Um, I guess we'll just see who's right on that we'll as see. the show I guess goes that on. We'll have a mini challenge. That brings us directly into the daily. It's called um, "Arms a Getting Tired," and everybody laughs. Everyone laughs so hard. They all at this. laugh at uh, <laughs> uh, TJ, and uh, TJ even laughs at himself. He, he breaks up. It's basically tug of war that is um, happening through old cars, and then at the end, the cars get demolished by a monster truck for no reason. No reason at all, and. I'll, I'll say this right now. This was a boring challenge. Yeah. I don't, it does, it was not exciting. You couldn't tell who was winning. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you didn't even know who won. Like they didn't even say who got what numbers everybody got, what slack everybody got. Because yeah. the way that this is set up is, um, you know, your partner and you, uh, are split up and, uh, they got to choose 
um, the the uh, the the vets. Based on the order from the first challenge in episode one, right. they got to choose who they wanted to go up against. And so that part was fun, watching the people who came in first, picking the team they wanted to go up against. Because it was girls against girls, guys against guys These on these co-ed teams. Um, and I, I, I found the choosing to be interesting. You know, Polly choosing to go up against Kyle, Bananas choosing to go up against Wes. Some of these choices felt really intentional, but I'm confused as to how they decided who won is it overall who had the most so you would your slack plus your partner's slack your ally is what they call them yeah i find that an interesting term your ally right because that's not a partner yeah that's an ally yeah you know what i mean your ally is not your partner it's somebody who's around that may may or may not help you yeah so your your ally and your uh, slack gets uh, added together and the people with the, the top three teams um, are the are the victors in this. And and honestly, the polling was not that much fun to watch. The fact that they had to smash uh, you know, a monster truck drove over these cars. That was kind of like basically a long air horn. That's just basically how it ends is uh, it was kind of useless and dumb. Yeah. And they made it look like uh, TJ was driving the monster truck, although you never saw him in there while it was happening. And you just saw him get out in like and a single shot. Um, I don't think he was in there. I think that's uh, bullshit. Uh, and then <laughs> the challenge was over and we got to find out. We don't even know what the numbers were really. All we know is the top three. Yeah. And we also know that Kara loves watching two boys fight over her. Uh, they jammed the that worst, in. The worst. What are they doing to Kara? Why are they doing this to her? Why are Cara they giving might, her think, this edit? I don't know if they are. I think Kara might be doing this to herself. Kara has turned from a like an underdog that everybody sort of either dislikes or feels bad for. Um, to the, oh my God, look, Kara's turned herself into a champion. Look how great of a competitor she is. Into somebody that's more of a villain, honestly, on these shows, in she my opinion. She seems to have lost, completely lost her personality and has become a girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. Is this what she was like when she was dating, what's his name? No. Uh, Abram? No. Yeah. No, the Abram stuff was way more of like a, you, you were more invested in this as a romance Rather than um, what's going on here, which is like a forced thing situation where Kyle's not fighting for Kara. Like, yeah, I don't know what is happening. I, I, and every time we get a clip of her, it's like boys are doing this and boys are doing that. And I'm doing this and I hate Amanda. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't know. I don't know. I feel I, I'm going to go with a bad edit here. I, I, I want the I Cara. I like Kara, so I hope it is. I like Kara, too. I'd like I'd like to bring her back. Into but Polly and Kara are just like unsavory characters. Like they, you just re- is, it, you, did Polly ruin Kara? Is I don't, that what happened? But the thing is, like you're supposed to. So like Kyle is on, is in the Bananas uh, Alliance, you right? Know? And you could assume they still is, even though they're not really talk. You don't see them together. Yeah, if there's we're at we're still at the point in this season where there's a thousand people in the show, and like you don't see Kyle at all. You know, didn't really see Gus from Floribama in this episode. Like, oh my God, you just didn't see don't, him at all. You just don't see these people because yeah. it's just not enough time. Yeah. And so I don't really know what their standing is, but you can assume that he's still with Johnny Bananas. So America, like, you know, is supposed to not like Johnny Bananas. Like, I mean, that's kind of how they portray it is like Johnny Bananas is kind of like the villain, the top dog that you're always trying to take down. But 
Kara is on like a Johnny Banana is on Johnny Banana's side. Yeah. So I'm, you know, and he she's also dating Polly, who's kind of an unsavory character himself. Like if you're a big Polly fan, I don't know. That's hard. Are there Polly? I think fans? there must be because aren't you supposed to be on Polly's side over Kyle because Kyle is is, jo- is one is in Johnny's inner circle. Plus he's a sleaze bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. But yeah. Kara's in Johnny's yes. inner circle. Yes. It, it, to me, it's just like who do I? I wish I wish they they would all get into a car and it would explode. Like <laughs> the whole that whole thing. I've got they're both shit shit sides to pick for. So yeah. I'm like I see both sides. I'm like I don't care who wins between Kyle and Polly. Like I don't want to see anybody get revenge on any anybody here it's yeah it's it, it they're like all kind of lameoids you know it's, it's very strange it is weird I, I don't once again i don't like this cara kyle Polly thing i don't and either if, if you blowhards remember our recaps from last season and i'm sure you remember ashley we didn't like that in the first place it was that whole triangle thing remember how much time they took off took up in final reckoning like Ugh. the first Eight episodes Ugh. were about Kyle and Kara and Polly. Don't remind like, me of the years I lost right. watching that. So love it's like to bring this back. I just feel like move on from this. Move on. No one likes. There's no this. winners here. I, there's no winners. That you hit the nail on the head. You really did. Um, so out of this tug of war, the three teams of allies that won were Kara and Theo. Theo proving himself to be truly uh, an athlete. Theo was a good pick. Theo looks like he's about 6'6". He's cut. Um, I, and we've only seen strength from him so far, and he oh, he's the overall winner. And he has a competitive... Oh, was he? Yeah, he was the overall winner. Oh, and he has... Yeah. Uh, clearly, he has the competitor spirit, which is important. And, and let's not take it away from Kara. Kara also was the overall winner. Yeah. And I'm sure she... Who, is, who did they go up against? I don't... I, I didn't write it. Well, Maybe anyway, but no. she... I can imagine she out she she outperformed that person, too, because Kara is a, is a fucking I think they machine. got last pick because they had come in, like, second to last oh, or something. Okay. Maybe. But still... I mean, um, it, it, it's uh, still it, it was th- to, to be the overall winner in the first real challenge is uh, is pretty nice. Bananas and Morgan. They came in second and then said as if it was a shock to himself. TJ said and third is Josh and Amanda. Right. Josh and Amanda third, um, which tells me Josh probably is a pretty good competitor. He came into this challenge trying to prove himself because, as we said before, he was a last minute replacement. I don't want to go out. A, a move on from this scene without saying that Johnny picked Wes in this, right? Yeah. And Johnny, it's interesting that Johnny would go up against Wes immediately, right after we saw Polly go against Kyle. Like yeah. it was basically, we saw those picks back to back pretty much. And it, and to me, when I saw Johnny pick Wes, I, it kind of reinforced my feeling that Johnny does not care about this season. Um, and he's more just trying to like make good television. And when Wes, a natural foe, his natural rival yeah. has come back to the show. To me, that's like, okay, good. I can get out of this world of like the entire house, the storyline of everybody hates Johnny Bananas. We can get back to the more manageable Johnny Bananas versus Wes. Mm. And and to me, I feel like it was a perfect storyline move. In his mind, I, I almost feel like somebody was like, tipped him off or he you probably don't have to tip Johnny off anymore to know like if you got to choose somebody in order to make this you want to be featured on the first real episode of the challenge the first real challenge of this challenge yeah. pick your arch rival because they're going to use my interview it's going to be one of the three competitions in this 
particular challenge that is going to be focused on as a storyline and you can get really great um, sound bites in there, kind of like um, me and I've uh, our, the rivalry between me and Wes goes goes uh, goes back a thousand years or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's kind of like um, the Capulets and the Montagues, yeah. But as if uh, Wes was the ugly uh, sibling that lots of calling you know. Wes ugly. <laughs> Wes looks in the mirror yeah, and hates himself. Johnny. But I love this Romeo and Juliet, and you got to say Romeo and Juliet on Valentine's Day. That ain't too bad. It's not too bad. Johnny with the, the great references to bring into the interview. Always has sound bites. Always. Johnny knows how to play this game, knows how to be on this television show. You think he's going in there with notes? I think he is. Yeah, I yes. think he's going into his interview yes. with things ready to say. Well, listening to, um, you know, I, it was very interesting listening to um, Brain Candy, uh, mm-hmm. hosted by two uh, previous challenge cast members. Sarah Rice and Susie Meister. Uh, they just did a challenge-centric uh, episode, and they had taken some questions and answers, and they asked about interviews. I found this very interesting. They were talking about um, back in the day that some people would really prepare for their interviews, mm. and Evan, old school cast member Evan, they mentioned, would actually have... Have a notebook full of jokes ah. that he would work out and also redo. So he'd do them in the interview and ask, can I take that one again? So mm-hmm. I can imagine, that was so many years ago, that Johnny must have a book or a, or a cell phone full of one-liners yeah. that he's waiting to drop as sound bites in the challenge. And honestly, he gets them in. They I love work. It. It, it, it works. Thank you know? God. Thank God. Um, but really, before these guys competed, I was like, Johnny doesn't give a shit about this challenge. Because that's what I said last episode, too. I was like, Johnny is just, he's like, he's thrown away his chances by picking Morgan out of nowhere because she's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's like going up against a very strong competitor on the first challenge rather than having an early pick and picking somebody that would be more manageable. I don't know who that would be. All these guys are kind of oxes. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too sure who that would be. But to me, now him coming in second overall, to me, kind of uh, moves that away from Poo-poo's. him. Through. A little bit because I was like, oh, he, he, that theory. He, he pulled the shit out of this rope and maybe he is here for it. So we'll see. We learned from TJ that these uh, three teams are forming the tribunal. They'll be safe from elimination and then they will decide which team will go into elimination. The tribunal. There's always a troika. There's always a tribunal. There's mm-hmm. always some sort to start of with uh, inquisition. There's oh, always shit. something. Uh, <laughs> yes. These are the three teams that will will pick um they go have their little deliberation at the skinniest table i've ever seen yeah it was really like an <laughs> elevated bench they were sitting at you think for filming purposes they would have got a bigger table the teams were sitting across from each other and and like their faces were so close yeah, even was, they were like well this is awkward yeah like, this is strange um immediately johnny's like who is there anybody have some names that they can't say and amanda's like yeah i can't say ashley and i can't say hunter and then johnny and Kara are like those are the names we're putting in and they go get their names off the board and put them on the table there's like a real quick back and forth here amanda's great with responding to johnny like johnny's like oh yeah you're you're dumb for putting in for trying to protect ashley and amanda's like what am i gonna align with you like what are you talking about of course i'm gonna protect ashley um there's back and forth back and forth she does tell bananas to eat shit and then amanda votes for zach and zahida yeah, Zahida. Zahida. Yeah. 
Um, I thought it was interesting that there was no deliberation between the teams. Like it was just like the veterans were just like, we're walking to the board and putting these pegs up. Yeah. And that's it. And like everybody else was just kind of like, ah, I guess this is how this works. Like we're yeah. just not even going to talk Cara, about it bananas, at all. And Amanda decided. Yeah. And, and there was, they didn't look at their partners at all. Yeah. Like they just talked to each other and just put the things on the board. And they're like, I guess that's how it goes. Like yeah. no deliberation, no talking it through. I didn't see Theo once. Yeah. It it was pretty wild um then we see the rest of the house seeing the names on the board and noticing which ones have been taken away that's when everybody starts buzzing about um, freaking out that the three teams have been removed from the board and then leroy uh very loudly announces to the group um don't sleep tight because we have no idea what's going to happen only one of those teams are going to go in and we could all get fucked well he basically says this um don't sleep too tight right because you could get fucked up well yeah he was basically saying look that's a team um, one only one of these teams is going to go in we don't know what's going to happen with the other two teams and also we don't know what's going to happen with all the other names on the board yeah so don't sleep too tight if you're not one of those three teams because you could get fucked up yeah and he's 100 percent right he's 100 he, he, people right. are falling in oh i feel safe i feel safe you know leroy knows uh, more than anybody on these shows that you can't you sleep with one eye open because they'll come in and they'll say oh by the way these three teams get to choose any three teams on the board and yeah. yada 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 you never know you what you never know what kind of twist and turns that TJ gonna throw at you. So then the three teams go up um, to the tribunal. They there's like a they're at a podium, like it's a court, and they have to plead their case as to why they shouldn't go in. By the way, this whole um, uh, situation where they're pleading the case to me reminds me of the Inferno. There was like a set like this where they sort of spoke to one another. Um, it was really when they were making choices, but everybody was in there. But the whole setup was reminiscent of an old challenge, an Inferno, really. Um, and uh, I liked it. I liked how uh, also like where you where you landed in the three uh, um, Troika members or the three, what are they called? Um, the tribunal. Tribunal members. Like you were like the highest person was like the was up highest. There was like three tiers of where yeah. they were standing. Yeah. Um, I thought it just looked a lot better than what they have been doing on this show uh, in the past. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we remember Rivals 3, they just like had dinner. They just like they sat dinner, at a and they, table. They sat and next ate. to a tel- to a pool. Yeah, um, you know, and that whole thing when they would like sit in uh, in the when they would make their choices. The past couple of episodes, they'd sit in like a viewing room where like people's like fate like pictures would. Ju- I always kind of found that to be shitty, and it, it would be edited strange, and I never knew what was going on really. The thing about this is that there the theatrics have been pumped up, and it feels there's like red lights. You know, Ashley Mitchell walks in and goes, "Oh, is this where we face our sins? Because we're going to be here for." a while you know it feels like a, a like the the last room before heaven or hell you know yeah it, it, I, I like it yeah me too so i don't really have much to say about these three teams and what they said any highlights that you you thought need to be noted just the way johnny carries himself in here he talks to people like he owns them in a way <laughs> just like when hunter walks in and is kind of like hey listen um uh, listen, Johnny, I know we've had some problems in the past, but like, I think you can understand that, uh, you know, things are different now. I'm here for Ashley. Uh, and, and then Johnny's basically like, are you kidding me? Were you not? He brings up last challenge. He's like, were you not with your entire team and the young bucks? Like, 
like antagonizing me that night with Devin. And we all know, I'm surprised we didn't get a, get a flashback. Thank to that. God we did not. That was a really tough episode from last season to watch. I mean, everybody it ruined knows Devin I for mean, me. And we're, and this is where, you know, Devin is, is, is hunting Johnny down in the rain, forcing basically Johnny to say something about his dead dad, not really forcing him, but kind of pushing him to the limit, either hitting him and getting thrown off the show or saying something about his dad who had just passed away. The latter happened, which turned into a huge thing on the reunion. Um, it was a lot man. and the way Johnny speaks to you he's like you know this th- come on Hunter you know this stuff carries around you think I'm just gonna forget something from last season like it was very much like I'm in this position now and I can't wait to- I've been waiting to say something like this the other thing that I thought was interesting is the team that he was not going to pick what team was that was that Kyle um, no, Zach not Kyle. Zahida, I, keep, I, keep, I keep mixing Kyle and Zach up because of their body types. They're they're they both have similar looks. Um, now Zach and Zahida, Johnny doesn't care about similar looks. One's covered in. They're tattoos. both tall white guys. They're both kind of scummy looking. Yes, they're like guys they with both longer have, like, hair, long hair and like yeah, mustache like scummy mustaches. Yes, yes, they have similar looks. So, um, I when Zach came up to sort of face everybody in this little tribunal area or whatever you want to call it. Um, you could tell Johnny didn't care. He's not going to vote for this team. Yeah. And so he just, he basically, uh, Zach looks over and he's like, I'm just going to let Zahida speak for me. And the, what is the one thing that Johnny asks Zahida? Um, yeah. He was like, which one of those teams should we put in? Okay. So I think that that's an interesting move. Not just cause he, it looks like he's just shooting the shit and talking to them. But what really is going on here is he wants to find out who this person he doesn't know much about would throw under the bus. Yeah. He's gathering information and trying to see whether, where this person stands. Yeah. And I thought that was a very smart move by asking her a direct question in which she's probably going to answer because the power dynamic. And she probably feels safe answering that question because it's not about her, but it does expose a lot. And he also, she knows at this point that, that bananas is on, on her side. Right. At this point, Johnny knows that she knows that or thinks that, and is probably going to be a little free to speak her mind. And then later, when I'm sure they get split up or something, um, he'll know a little more information about somebody that may not be on his side. So mm-hmm. it's it, it was just a very smart question to ask. And Johnny does not throw away moments on this show. He really doesn't. That's a good point, Nick. Um, that brings us to a house scene where Wes and Hunter are sitting at a table with Turbo and someone. I do not know who that person is. Um, and they are talking politics. This is when Hunter starts talking about taking down Leroy I was confused by this. He's just saying, I'm taking Leroy down because he's connected to Johnny. And it's like, why not just take Johnny down? I'm, I. Well, no, because they're talking about the, like, who is the Johnny. They're, they clearly oh. at this point knew Johnny wouldn't be able to be thrown in there. So who's the next up? And he thinks Leroy is his tightest alliance member, gotcha. which is probably the, they, they seem to be actual friends. Yeah, you know? I understand now. Okay, so there is, now it's nighttime. Okay, and people are clearly drinking and people are socializing. Everyone's out and about. We have Morgan um, talking with Amanda. This I I enjoyed this this minute and a half before Johnny approached them where Amanda is just saying to Morgan, like you today, you look like a shadow. And then in an interview, Amanda saying, I don't like followers. I only like leaders. Um, You just seem like you were doing whatever Johnny said. And I agree with Amanda she does it did seem like that um amanda i i i like i i like taking a hard line on this 
Yeah, I'm. I agree with Amanda too. But like, also, yeah, of course, is Morgan gonna come in and tell Johnny right. Bananas what to do? No. She not only she's with the she's, great, probably one of the greatest. Well, she's with Johnny, and she's yeah. also a rookie, never been on this franchise before. Doesn't yeah. know how. I mean, knows how it works only on TV. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Uh, to me, it was Amanda trying to lash out at Johnny and not really through being able partner. to do that, and going through her, uh, the weaker faction, which would probably be Morgan. You know what I think I liked about this the most is that she just said she doesn't like followers because yeah. i haven't heard anyone say that I since know. 1998 yeah. and the term follower it's just like such a middle school thing to be like you're a follower and it it delighted me but you're 100 percent right she was just sort of kind of going after johnny through morgan johnny uses this opportunity um to create a fun moment where he puts on Kara's not today satan shirt and makes a cross out of clothes hangers approaches a man and tries to perform an exorcism while he's dousing everyone with holy water yeah. squirted out of his water bottle. And, and the editors uh, waste no time uh, to turn her into a demon, you, you change, modulating change her, her voice, voice. Yeah. and like, you know, putting flames around things. And uh, it's a fun moment that they just keep coming back to. Now, the, the next series of events happen so quickly um, and so confusingly that I'm just going to list them all off and then we can discuss them in a row. Okay, Nick, is that good got it so johnny's doing that with the clothes hangers then we see nani pop up and then hunt nani is like popping up at amanda and then we see hunter and johnny start yelling at each other we see hunter take off his shirt leroy telling hunter um what's up with ashley she stole money from you leroy and hunter yelling at each other security gets involved then we have a commercial break then we come back hunter's outside his shirt's off he's standing there with the bodyguard which turns out to be ashley c um then we have Jenna and Amanda fighting and then Jenna comes up to Amanda and says something and Amanda's like oh you want to know what uh, the bomb it was that I had to drop newsflash Zach was on Bumble when we got eliminated wow the series of events from Johnny approaching Amanda to Amanda and Nani fighting to Hunter and Johnny fighting to Hunter and Leroy to Hunter trying to jump over a guardrail and completely destroying it to then Jenna, Jenna approaching Amanda. I mean, this was like boom, 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 boom. So what's happening here is clearly we did not see a whole night's worth of drinking and arguing and politicking, okay, because we jump right into the action and we just don't have enough time to see all this stuff, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, I think what happened here was, and I don't correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you mentioned this before when Wes and Hunter were having this conversation about Leroy, we saw a little interview from Leroy where he said that he was walking down the hallway and he went around the corner and he heard this conversation about how Hunter wants to throw in Leroy firing Leroy up and, and alerting him to the fact that he his head is on the chopping block once again for being aligned with Johnny Bananas. You're right. Okay? I did not say and, that. And you got to think that this has to break at some point where, where Leroy decides to throw Johnny under the bus to save his own ass because every single season... This guy is shrapnel. He gets a piece of shrapnel when people are targeting Johnny, you know, and it cuts his own head off. So 
you know, he's dealing with this once again. You know, let's not let's not forget the tumultuous way in which he left this franchise a few seasons ago with the Tony drama and him feeling like he's he's getting the short end of the stick every single season, and he kind of does. Um, so that fires him up when he starts seeing Hunter later, and argue, there's all this arguing going on. He inserts himself and lets him know, like, "Hey, fuck you! Like, why wouldn't you go for the person who took that money from you? Why am I hearing my name come out of your mouth?" You got Nani jumping in. Nani clearly in an alliance with Bananas. They were dry humping in the first episode. They have a past relationship. So, and probably in an alliance with um, Leroy as well. Well, definitely in an alliance with Jenna, who's in an alliance with Zach. And I believe Leroy and Nani, I, I'm not too sure if you're, you know, keeping this in the back of your head. They were on the same real world season together. Oh, wow. They were in the back to Las Vegas season when the, the wow. second time around. So there is some, you know, and they're, you know, they're old school challenge people at this point so they're sticking together so this is all real you know this is a hunter faction hunter and west faction versus a nani uh leroy and johnny faction so that's what's bumping around here all that sort of stuff now also mixed in there is amanda versus jenna Mm -hmm. you know so this is these are the factions here that are feuding and yes we do remember that from the reunion last uh season uh, that um, Amanda mentioned that she had a bomb that she was going to drop, which she did not drop. Most people called bullshit on it. And then, you know, Amanda drops that bomb right at this moment. And it turns out that bomb is that on their last challenge, Zach admitted to Davon and Amanda showed him the fact that he had downloaded the Bumble app and was using it while in whatever country South they were Africa, in. South to Africa. If it, to see, see if it worked. To see if it worked. Now, the next series of events is just a gross, sad fight. Um, basically, you know, Amanda drops this bomb. It works. Jenna, it works, meaning it rattles Jenna's rattles her. relationship. It works. Definitely rattles Jenna. She's trying to talk to Zach about it. He keeps saying it was a joke. Um, He's like, was there a dating app on my phone? Yes. Did I use it? No. And then Jenna's like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, why are you making me feel insecure? Like, why would you do something stupid like that? And then Zach just, Zach seems to just sort of shut down. He's like, I'm not talking about this with you anymore. Are we together? Yes or no. Then she follows him to outside and he's like, I don't have, I'm not wired to cheat on you, which is like strange because him cheating on her was a whole uh, through line in Rivals 3. Um, when she called him and he thought she was another girl that he was apparently sleeping with yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, you know, that uh, that's confusing. And then there's just this back and forth where Jenna's trying to talk about it. And Zach is like, I don't I don't like this behavior. I want to break up where security Zach trying to call security on um, yeah. Jenna is it's wild. And you know what? Jenna's crying mm-hmm. and she re- she initially says she's going home. And then that's when Zach starts, you know, putting his fit and basically saying, I can't do this. I won't do this. You're following me around the house, blah, blah, blah. We're done. We're through. We're done. Immediately manipulating Jenna and emotionally in a way to start being um, the person who is, you know, um, she apologizing and then, you know, saying it's fine. It's fine. I believe you. It's fine. I want you to stay. It's fine. She says, I'm sorry, you know, because she she's apologizing for her quote unquote behavior. Yeah, She's like an abuse, you know, an abused person at this (sighs) This point. This is hard to watch. It was tough. And then in her interview, she kind of like you know, half-heartedly is like, 
I believe him and I'm just going to have to trust him. And mm. if he said he didn't use it, he didn't use it. And that's it. And it's just like, oof, that's uh, tough. It is really, it's really, it just reminds me of like, you know, when, 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 in this and, and anyone can be in this situation at any point in their life. But I will say when you first start dating, um, as a young woman, my experience is that you could find yourself in this situation or have a friend be in this situation. And it's really confusing because you do go, is it my behavior? Is, is am I doing something wrong? It's just, you're getting, a, you're getting, getting gaslit. gaslit. Yeah. Mm. It's a real, real textbook example of someone being gaslit. Gaslit or gaslighted? I don't fucking Gaslit. care. That brings us to the elimination, which will be in the arena known as the killing floor. The killing floor. Um, it looks kind of like a junkyard. They're going for a real... It looks like a lot of the other ones they've ever used. It really. doesn't look like the soccer ball known as Armageddon. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, we The tribunal will vote, but they will have an individual vote, which you know really goes um, partners with your theory, Nick, that at some point these partners will no longer be partners, mm-hmm. but singles. Um, it comes down to Josh. So basically... Kara and her partner Theo and Johnny and his partner Morgan have split it um, four votes two for Ashley and her partner and two for Hunter and Georgia Amanda being the only person to vote in Zach and his partner so it comes down to Josh Amanda's partner and then he picks Hunter and Georgia I was disappointed by this why would why didn't he go with Amanda? I think that he knows also that there's probably a shot in which he might have to go up against Hunter and probably does not want to. I mean, Hunter, you know, he didn't get the money, but he won last season. Yeah, wouldn't you rather not have to go up against Zach? Zach is no. eight inches no, taller Zach than Hunter. No, Zach doesn't win. He doesn't win. He gasses out. He's not as strong as Hunter. He doesn't want to win as much as Hunter does. He doesn't. It's, it's just not... Yeah. I mean, if, if you can get on his case for one thing, it would be not voting with your partner. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I There could also be a thing here where he kind of feels like he doesn't want to align with Amanda. Yeah. Even though they are partners, he wants to show the rest of the people in the house that this guy's not 100% with Amanda. And so maybe if it happens to be a situation where my a target could be placed on Josh's back, Maybe it wouldn't be, right. you know. So there's a lot wrapped up in this, and I don't think it was a horrible move that he made. So Hunter and Georgia go down onto the killing floor, and TJ informs them that they get to pick whatever team they want to go against, except for the three in the tribunal. Oh, my God, I love this. I love when they get to pick the team that they go up against. Yeah, it's something that they started doing a few seasons ago, and it really has amped up the excitement uh, in this moment. I adore it. Hunter and Georgia call out Ashley and Corey. Wow. Chase. Chase. Chase Corey. Um, We'll never know his name. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we get to see uh, immediately the um the battle between the two people that you really want to see battle uh which is um ashley and hunter i mean Mm -hmm. obviously ashley taking half a million dollars away from hunter last season in such an epic way Uh, we were all looking for something like this to happen and didn't think it was going to happen this quickly but it does but the thing is is that it's not ashley against hunter it's ashley against georgia this is true um now uh this is when we find out that tj tells us that there is no redemption house you lose your out it's yeah do you believe him i do you do yeah do you 
I don't know. 75%, I believe them, yes. Oh, But also, they could just helicopter a whole bunch of people in at the end That's of the so show. That's so funny. You know I, what I, mean? I, just, I just always believe TJ. That is so... I would not even think to question him. Hey, you got to question the man. Didn't even enter my mind. Well, now it has. Now I'm questioning him. Now, yeah. You did it. Mm-hmm. You, when I saw him getting out of that monster truck, I was like, wow, TJ just drove that monster truck over those cars. You questioned it. When TJ said, there's no redemption house, I go, okay, there's no redemption house. Mm-hmm. You questioned it. Um, this is called... Drone Ball Drop, I think, was the, the what name. What a great name. <laughs> if that was the name, which I don't know, what a great name. I enjoyed this elimination. A, a drone drops a ball, and then two people fight over it in a sand pit. Yeah, and then you get classic. You got to grab the ball and then dunk it into your opponent's basket. Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, this leads to a lot of physicality. Um, now, I've noticed something here. So why don't we start going through uh, how it goes, and then I'll tell you what I noticed. First is um, Ashley and Georgia, and Ashley just, she grabs that ball. She does like a, a expert NFL arm out run to her goal. That was the Heisman's yeah. uh, move, a stiff arm, boom. Wes says, um, say what you want about her. She's toxic. She's bad, but she's still one of the best challengers ever. Wow. Yeah, coming from West. What a backhanded compliment. Yeah, say what you want about her. She smells bad. Her feet are ugly. Still one of the best challengers of all time. Um, Hunter and Chase go against each other. This is this looks brutal, this yeah. first one. I mean, there's like some face stepping, it looks like, oh, or a knee oh, to well, the face. Basically, Chase gets the ball, and then Hunter uh, attack, basically goes to a, to a wrap him up and uh, you know flips him down and starts grabbing the ball out of him, uh, out of his hands. Kind of Chase flips over, has Hunter on his back, um, and uses his kneecap to hold Hunter down on mm. his on his head, then eventually picks his body up off of the ground from where he was gripped to the ball and slams him to the ground. It didn't seem that painful. Hunter still holds onto the ball, though, and then gets his leverage back and pushes them both out of the ring. They have to replay that game. Now, I am not sure how this, like, ended up these people winning but basically hunter and georgia won oh wait you don't have to i had more to say i know i know how (laughs) i watched it i know how how they ended up i feel like we missed a couple of rounds they didn't show us well here's what i wanted to say so after that when they replay this you look at them um hunter's entire shirt is soaked and i wonder if he threw water on himself to get himself worked up for this or they were struggling on the ground for an hour Wow. entire shirt is soaked Wow, um, I missed that. And they showed us about 19 seconds of this. Yeah, I feel like we missed a lot. So they replay it. Hunter gets the ball first, puts a, um, a juke move on Chase, just cuts real quick, breaks his ankles, Chase goes the other way, and then boom, dunks the ball. Mm-hmm. Hunter gets the point. Mm-hmm. So we move back to, uh, now it's 1-1, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we go back to Georgia. We go back to Ashley. George's interview, she goes, you know what? I look over at Hunter. He needs this so bad. I knew it was time to turn the tables. It's my turn now, baby. And I knew she was going to get the point based on this interview, how hyped she was. Yeah. And then she basically gets um, uh, the ball, takes a crazy bounce left. She, uh, Georgia grabs it. Uh, Ashley goes to, to, to grab her, misses kind of her body, kind of pushes her forward, allowing Georgia to just sprint past her and put it in. Boom. End of game, Hunter and Georgia win. Ashley and Chase go the fuck home. Wow. The reigning champ. The reigning champ. Has gone. To hand over her belt and go home. Eliminated by Eliminated. the team that her least likely 
uh, to uh, to really get redemption this quickly, but they did. Two very important things from this. Um, one, before Georgia scores that point, we get a sound clip of Hunter going, she stole from me. She stole from me. She, she stole, stole from, from my, my family. family. She stole from my little sisters. She stole from me. Really love that. And then I, we would be remiss not to mention that at this moment when Ashley and Chase have lost, Ashley hugs Hunter, and Hunter says, go home, spend your money. You know I got love for you. You know I do. It was interesting. I and, loved it. And and I almost feel like that they had there was something going on there. I think that these two have worked it out off camera, and I think that they do have a long history, and I do think at this point they're family. I, and, and I, I, so the fact that he called her out, you know, tells me that maybe they weren't in an alliance, but when she gets eliminated, what Wes says is, I'm so happy Hunter's back. I, um, Ashley's going home, which sucks. Now it's just me and Hunter here. Yeah. Which tells me that they had an alliance that he called her up. They had wow. an alliance that they were that it was the, he there's no other reason why he would be this disappointed and mention that him and Hunter is there. They just did not talk about it because she wasn't going to be on the show for that long. So they didn't spend any time talking about her alliance. They used that soundbite from Wes because it tells you that Wes is happy that Hunter's back. But it also included the fact that that there was something going on between Wes and Ashley. And so that that must have been one of the other people he called and had a conversation with. Oh, my God. They were on Champs vs. Stars together. There you go. There you go. So, so, so there must have been You're something right. going on. And, and honestly, you know, uh, law the transitive property of alliances, which would tell me that maybe there was some smoothing out from Wes and Ashley with Hunter and Ashley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why he hugged her and they embraced. And really, they didn't talk shit about each other at all. And then all of the people in the house being like, why wouldn't you go for the woman yeah. that, you know, I think they kind of got in his head. Yeah. And he chose that just because he was like, I got to choose her. But I think they may have had an understanding coming into this by being like, let's not go at each other in this way. And maybe we can work with each other at some point. And I think that might have been brokered by Wes. I think you're right because Ashley on her exit interview says, I feel sorry for all of my alliances because they don't have a pot to piss in now. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see Amanda and Hunter pretty soon. So it, it, we didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Because when I heard that initially, I was like, maybe that meant that. But also maybe she was pissed. I'm going to see Hunter and to yell at him or something. Yeah. But I think they were all in an alliance together. I'm and that sure we never they really are. got to see. Ashley and to- Amanda are best friends. OK. You know, on the show. And Amanda, her first season was Are You the One? Season three with Hunter. They have an alliance that runs deep. Um, Ashley and Wes were friends on Champs versus Stars. Amanda's incredibly close to Devin and Devin and I mean, yes, it makes sense for all of these people to be together. Um, I'm excited. I this this episode was great so far. You know, MTV, you got two for two. You've ne- you've not two out of the park um, on this season so far. We got a daily drama deliberation and elimination all in one episode are you effing kidding me who is in charge who is there a new executive producer manning this show i mean it feels like someone came in there cut the fat on last season trimmed it up and it also feels like 
you know, they're taking it more seriously. It just, it, they're going, getting back to their roots and it, I don't know. I'm, I'm just so excited by this season so far. Nick, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, I'm excited by this season. I thought this was another great episode. I think they're two for two on really good episodes. Um, I understand why uh, MTV decided to frame this like this was like a big revenge for Hunter when really what was going on was that they were going to align with each other because that's they want to keep this storyline going. Right. You know it's what not I mean? as fun having them align. No. So you just cut out all the stuff that looks like they're friendly with one another. And then they're, you know, as luck has it, they go up against each other and really the first face off or whatever this is called. And uh, it's it, it made more exciting if they were to make it like they were friends and they were going up against each other, it wouldn't have the weight. So kudos to them for framing it this way. We are just too we are too smart. We are watching this. We are uh, combing through this uh, with a very fine tooth. Uh, so we're catching those comments. Uh, yeah. So we we know what's up, but I get it. Um, I do want to mention before we were done talking about it completely uh, right before the episode yes. ended, um, TJ said, well, um, um, it's it's not over yet because Hunter and uh, what's her name? Um, Georgia. Georgia. Uh, you guys now get this. This is called a relic and you will now be in control of this game. And it and, looks like an artifact, a helmet, an yeah. artifact. And we don't know what it is. Cuts off. Um, Do you have any theories? I have some theories. I think, well, I think that they get to, you know, um, you know, they uh, are you know, exempt from the next daily, you know what I mean? I think, you know, they've done these things before. At first I thought maybe it would be like a bomb, you know, where you can like make another team start a minute before or a minute after or something. But the fact that it is a helmet makes me think it's a shield, which makes me think it's some sort of a protection. Sure. You know, so I see it. But but it was also what what he said was you're now to put you in control of this game. So I, you know, maybe it's somebody get uh, what I think would be fun um, would be that they get to in like a let's say a Love Island type way that they Ooh. get to swap players <gasps> around. Nick, that would be so mm-hmm. cool. I hope cool. that's what happens. Now remember, it's allies, not partners. You know what I wow, mean? Wow, so. I hope that's what happens. Um, folks, that is the recap. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, uh, please do on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we mentioned before, if it would be, it would be really nice if you can go ahead and uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, please. Um, it's so helpful to do that. Write a nice review. It uh, makes this podcast um, more visible to people who are searching for stuff like this. Um, and it's free for you to do. And we provide a nice free service for y'all. If you can just be super nice to us, we're good people. We swear. Um, also, if you'd like uh, to ask us any questions or make any comments about our podcast or just write us a really nice email, you can do that uh, by emailing realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us at Twitter at realityblowspod. You can follow us there. Uh, you can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Give her a follow. And uh, also friend me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That is my Instagram handle. That's N-I-C-K-M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Uh, and uh, if you just found us through these recaps, perchance, well, go ahead and listen to all of our recaps. I mean, we've been recapping the challenge on this podcast for over a year, uh, which in the challenge world is like 65 seasons. <laughs> uh, we even recapped CT's getting married. So if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on that two-part special, go ahead and find those. Check it out. Um, you can find those on our uh, podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, or you can go to where we post our podcast, which is SoundCloud. 
Um, and uh, if you don't know, now you know. Every Monday, we do a general podcast uh, about reality television. And actually, in our lives, uh, we do live together. Yeah. We do love one another on this beautiful Valentine's Day. It's true. So um, we got a lot of content for you all to catch up on. So do yourself a favor and catch up on it. Be part of our family. And as always, may the TJ climb out of your monster truck. And let's a real monster truck driver <laughs> climb in and actually drive that thing over those cars. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good night. Bye.